The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. You are watching some live, some recorded. One of the only shows in their Discord channel, pictures of people cutting the umbilical cord of their kid being born while we're on the air. How are you, boys and girls? Welcome to Wednesday. Posted the picture. <laughs> he posted the picture. Ventura. Of him cutting the umbilical cord. <laughs> it is on our Discord channel. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the Wednesday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralta. We have a lot of fun things to get into. But yes, that's why I woke up to you this morning. It was that picture of the umbilical cord being cut. And I was like, man that's our audience we love you brigade thank you for being here what's the kid's name didn't know but somebody said in the discord channel he was wearing his niners gear they're like oh man that means i gotta be at all in on the niners this weekend just wanted to know if the kid name if he named the kid david matthew or matthew david (laughs) that's what they said they were gonna name him please not matthew there's so many matthews in the world we don't need any more I mean, my name came from just a scrolling of the Bible, so I'm, and there was no thought went into my name, so maybe there's more thought to put into that kid's name. <laughs> my name was a nurse coming in and yelling at my 18-year-old mother, what's the kid's name? And she went, uh, d- d- Matthew. Wow. <laughs> That's how I got my name, yep, right out of the yeah. Bible. Straight in, straight out, right out, right there. All right, we've got a lot of cool things to get to on the show today. So what I thought we would do today, Dave, is I thought we would take a look at some of the trends and some of the storylines going into the big games, things you can bet on for the divisional round weekend. Yep. Got some regulatory stuff we'll get to later on in the program. Some fun the stories are popping later. up. Stay tuned. There's <laughs> going to be some fireworks <laughs> later. I can tell you that all we right dis- now. Dave and I have a disagreement over this. So it's our old fun topic of books versus players. So we'll do Guys that coming up. Chat. Yeah, they're going to put in there. Parents are fighting again and all this other <laughs> stuff. I'm just presenting the other side because Townsend Parole. Show is called the Bostonian argument. versus the book. So this is where we get yeah. the versus part of the show. So it's yeah. coming later on in the show. Yeah. So let's hold that for, for that. But stay tuned. There could be fireworks later. Yes, that's true. So the books touched today. Just briefly. Who? Touched three. Who did? Today. Fandle. Somebody must have hit a button. In air because I went through <laughs> yep. when you set the rundown. Uh huh. In full disclosure, I was up this morning at four thirty in the morning. For reasons undisclosed. Okay. So, um, then I went back and took a nap okay. after I recorded eight in the box. Did some other stuff. Had to lay back down. I Don't woke up it. and read read the rundown, and I'm like, all right, three. Who went to three? I was up all morning. I didn't see one. So I'm like, all right, let me go Look check it. on Council. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I don't see no threes, but Vandal touched three. I'm, uh-huh. I'm impressed. 
went right back to three and a half, but it got to three. Okay. So are we going to get back down to three? Because I asked you yesterday, I said, do I get to three? You said, no. Briefly got to three. Do we get to three more regularly? Could this be the, the, this, the basement of this number between the Niners and the Dallas Cowboys? I am surprised they went to three. I'm not surprised it lasted seconds, not even a minute. <laughs> well, it was longer than that, but yeah. I think it was done in air myself. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that, you know, maybe they were testing the water on Wednesday, early Wednesday morning before the limits open up. I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody at FanDuel. You can't get a hold of anybody at FanDuel as to when the limits open up. Standard operating procedures that they open up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Might be today. Maybe they put it out there and said, hey, let's so see who follows Saturday, us. Sunday. So there's two sets of games. And maybe Wednesday's the Thursday it's for the Sunday. the divisional playoffs. This is right. the biggest four games individual handle of the year. Like for up to this point. This, these games are going to, these games, it's so much fun to book these games. They book themselves. Correlated it's, or not, are not correlated? Because the games, meaning we're talking about all four games tied together in some form or fashion, parlays, teasers. Or Saturday, yeah, it's Sunday. Just, it's separate. just, it's just action. Like, mm. You know, but we got four pretty marquee games, right? Like you couldn't ask for a better set. Yeah. Other than Brady and Rogers being alive, you pretty much have everything you want. Brady and Rogers. Yeah. I mean, those are eyeball guys. I mean, you want those two eyeball players, but other than that, you've got everybody that you want playing. Yeah. You have Dak, you have Jalen Hurts, you have Mahomes, you have Allen, you have Burrow. You got a, a little engine that could in Jacksonville. God bless Ventura 226 just came in and said her name is Ariana. Oh, Ariana. Ariana. A-R-I-A-N-N-A. I love it. Three A's, two N's, one R, one I. Fantastic. I love the name. Um, congratulations, sir. And the picture of something else. <laughs> I hope she's I hope she said yes. <laughs> That's all I gotta oh. say is I hope she said oh, yes. One of those. Oh. oh well, no, I mean, like she's covered up and everything, but like he, he's got a straight on pair of scissors and a straight on umbilical cord, and there's the baby, and he's straight cutting like <laughs> it's in the room. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about cutting the umbilical cord. I don't know about three again. I don't I mean. I don't know. You wrote this graphic, Dallas and San Francisco get to match minus three number. Like it's your number. You nuts. My number. I asked you. You said not get the three. Got the three. I think it's gonna be back very to three. surprised if it gets back. Didn't get the three at anywhere in Vegas. Yeah. Well, anywhere else. I literally Vegas. Three and a half, four. though. It came down. I mean, it's four well, to three and a half. Gonna take the points. It's trending. Points. Yeah. In that way. And I keep getting texts. What are you? People thinking San Francisco is going to kill them. Dallas stinks. Everything we talked about yesterday on the show. I do. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the number. So do I think it's going to get back there? Another book may touch it, but right. They're going to get the number is the same to the total as it was for Dallas and Tampa at 45 and a half. Game yeah. should have gone over. We should have seen a six and O run to the over in the last round. Yeah. Wild super do you like super wild card weekend sounds weird to me. I don't really like it. And I, don't I really like by it the way, at all. Why is it super? 
It's weird. Yeah, I agree. And I really don't like the Monday night playoff game. I, I've I've a hundred percent come. I, I watched it. I was like, this does not feel like a playoff game. We don't want. I, I don't like Monday playoff games. I don't like Monday night playoff games. I don't like it at all. It should end on the weekend. Dallas is bitching like crazy about the time off for San Francisco. I don't really. I mean, they have somewhat of a point. They're bit. They're not bitching as much as like the media is making it a bigger deal. The media made that game feel like a playoff game. The way they set it up, it was perfect. I mean, they had all their sh- ESPN, all the shows there, all the personalities down there. Uh, they made it. Would you say they had more? reason to have it on Monday night. Then well, of course. Did. Yeah. I mean, but it wasn't something like when I turned it on, I didn't feel like, Oh yeah. Watching a playoff game. I feel like I was watching a crap Monday night football game in September. Well, that's because it was Dallas and Tampa Bay. No. Well, I mean, it's a st- even, even still, I just, I don't like playoff games are meant to be played on the weekends, not the week. That's one of the best things you said all damn day. <laughs> You're right. So I don't like that. I, I think it's Saturday, Sunday, and then we're done. And then we go to the week and we do our week and we do our stuff. And then we play the games. Like we don't watch a playoff game on a Monday. doesn't make sense to me. We had a very uh, passionate discussion back in the day about what day the weekend starts on. <laughs> Correct. You remember that? Yes. You, you guys in the chat remember that? It starts on Friday night. Friday night, according to him, when you grade the shit in the book, it's Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. I mean, it's Monday through Friday, right? And then it's Saturday, Sunday, okay. and we had a whole discussion about that. Go in the chat right now <laughs> and put yes or no whether you like the game on Monday night. Oh. Because I actually agree one hundred percent with Counselor Peralt right now, and think you're absolutely right. There should be no more playoff games on Monday. I'm worried. This is this is here to stay. They're doing I this now. Right. That, that's, well, they branded it super wild card. The second I saw super, I was like, oh no, this is a thing. Like it's not like a one-time oh. thing. Like this is a thing, like super wild card weekend. That's why they're calling it super because it goes across both Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, giving you the extra game. The bye weeks only for the one seeds. Like this whole thing. Yeah. For now, not going anywhere. No, no. Absolutely. That's, not. Blech, I, I'm not, I just no, I'm not a fan. But this game feels like an under game to me. Dallas, San Francisco, under 45 and a half. Seems like an under. Listen, after escaping Monday night with the under and watching the rest of the weekends, I'm not in a hurry to get more agita. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be the, I don't, maybe I'm way off, but six and oh, let's just call it what it was. Should have been six and oh, six and oh to the over five and one. I know it was, but it should have been six and oh. So you wouldn't have should have, would have, could have was five and one, but Brett Maher isn't, you know, we'll we'll get to him in a little bit, but it didn't actually have a five and one fine, but should have been six and oh. I don't know. I feel like with these eight teams, we're going back to every possession matters football. And it's a grind. It's divisional playoff weekend. It's just, yeah. This is this is the this is the best weekend of football of the year. And coaches are more wise. Coaches are a little bit tighter. They squeeze the butt a little tighter. They don't get a, don't get as 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 aggressive. Well, if as there's one been. team that's not going to do that, who is it? Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, Andy Casey Reed, pushes Andy it. Yeah. Casey pushes it. Casey doesn't worry about it. They go for on fourth all the time. They throw deep when they need to, and they live with the consequences. What about Jacksonville? Doug well, Jacksonville, it's a great question as to what Doug Peterson. I mean, if I'm Doug Peterson, that's my speech. Who who cares? 
just go do it. Like just go play. Who cares what happens? We'll get to their game in a second, but yeah. I think under 45 and a half, I think that Dallas and San Fran game is going to be a war. I mean, talking about two of the top 10 scoring defenses in the NFL talking about, I mean, Dallas's rush defense. I went and pulled the numbers yesterday. Dallas's rush defense is 22nd in the NFL, uh, San Fran's two, but you've got a third down defense. Dallas does Dallas defense gets off the field. It's pretty impressive. They're in the top 10 on third down percentages. Yeah. San Fran's not that great. San Fran actually has allowed more drives, but they stop you in the red zone. So we'll see what they do with Dak on the red zone. But I think this is a field goal game. And I think it's going to be a very, I don't want to say low scoring, but I don't think it's 45. I think it stays under 45 and a half. So you're, you're coming off of your position of yesterday where you said San Francisco was going to just destroy Dallas. No, they're going to smack them. They're, they're going to they're beat gonna them smack up. Smack them was the word. Yeah, they're going to beat them you just up. You said yeah. it was a field goal game. Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, the line should be three, but I think it's going to be a, a game of field goals. Like it could be 19-3. Field goal, field goal prop over. Yeah, I, I think it's a field not a not over a field goal margin, a, half, a field goal game. I think pro, yeah, I think goals? both defenses are going to hold strong in the red zone. I don't see a litany of touchdowns being scored by either team in this game. Right. I think both defenses will hold a lot, and I, I think that that's a game that San Fran can win. Run the ball, mm. play defense. I don't think Dallas is going to score. So yesterday, I still agree to it. I think they're going to get beat up at the line of scrimmage. I think the, the 49ers on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensive lines, are going to win the game. Right. Physically. So I I think Dallas will have a tough time. So physically getting smacked around is what I mean by that. Scoreboard, I think 19-10, somewhere, you know, 17-10, somewhere in that range. But I do think I do think San Fran wins, San Fran's covers. Hmm. I still hold on to that. But I think I think it's gonna be, I think it's an under game. Um this is wild. Do you know that before their win? Against Tampa, the last road win for Dallas. We talked about it being 1993, January 17th, 1993. It was against San Francisco. Like there, the, 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 the videos and the images we're going to watch pregame before this game, we're going to feel like we're in high school and in, in, in middle school again. There is so much history between these two teams. Yeah, this just, is this is fun. Yes. Yes, just watching that cowboy star in the San Francisco Oval. Yeah. Like this is what made the NFL the NFL. This is what built this thing to where it is right now with these legends. And it's Sunday night back right. east because it's 6:30. It's everybody's. I mean, this is the game. This is it's gonna be fantastic. It's I I uh think about how many games you watched of those. Like that was mm-hmm. the the no matter even when your team was in it, you had to watch it. Well, I remember watching it, and you can't relate to this because your team was good when you were growing up. I remember watching the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers and watching Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith and watching Hall of Fame players, you know, Irvin, watching um, you know, Jerry Rice and Joe Montana and Steve Young, thinking, there's no fucking way my team's ever gonna be this good. <laughs> There's no way they're like, I will never see my team be this good. My team will never have these level of players. Like I'm never going to watch. I'm watching the Patriots, the, you know, fumble all over themselves and throw yeah. up on themselves, you know, literally every single year yeah. going three and 13 or two and 14, watching them be the laughing stock of everything. Yeah. And we're watching it going like, well, I, my team is never going to be this good. These guys are so much better than anything my teams ever could be. Now I didn't know it was coming down the pike, but 
I mean, I, that's my general feeling of watching San Francisco and the Dallas Cowboys play is straight envy, being <laughs> totally jealous of both those franchises and how good those players were. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I could see that. It was never like that. I just wanted to watch it. You had four rings before you were even like, what, I was 12? 10. I was 10, <laughs> so 1980 like, I was 10 years old. I had been a Super Bowl champs four times. Yeah. So like you never. Jack Campbell was my next door neighbor. I thought it was normal. I was like, hey, <laughs> you know, let's go. He's going to study quarterback for us in the offseason. And um, we're just going to go downtown and he's winning the Super Bowl and stuff. And it'd be fun. Like, I mean, it was, so it was just normal. But I like, think about, I mean, go back to the Joe Montana days. I mean, Joe Montana was from Pittsburgh, so he was always the guy that we, you know, when he went to Bell Vernon High School. I mean, that wow. was in our conference. Keystone Oaks was that's where I went to school. So, like, we always kind of thought we could always just get to the NFL. I mean, how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks are from Western PA? Do you know? A lot. A lot. Like I mean, 10, right? There's some stupid number. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to even Joe Namath. Joe Namath, I mean, Namath like Marino, Montana. Montana. Um, I mean, Jim Kelly's not from not far, right? You know, Brady East Brady PA is not far from there. It's nuts. It's, it's just, but I think back to like the Montana ones and then how Dallas was always, oh, they couldn't beat them. And then like the TO game even, but the mm. TO game was against the Packers. I think it was, um, they had battles, man. I mean, they were just, they were, they were battles. The TO star game was against the Niners, right? He was, I mean, was, he was with the Niners when he did the star. He went well, in the was, middle. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, with the Niners. Yeah, he yeah, did the they, star, and they hit yeah. him, and they came and smacked yeah. him off the uh, off the star. I don't know if that was a playoff game, but that was yeah. There was there was a, it's a huge rivalry. Yep. And I'm just always rooting for the Niners because I grew up in Pittsburgh. You can't stand the Cowboys. You can't stand them. <laughs> so yes, I mean, and the thought is this week, Dallas is going on a road and winning. Having a hard time with that one. So there's two awesome questions you posed it yesterday. When does Brock Purdy play like a rookie? So here's the stat I didn't even realize. Brock Purdy threw for the most yards in a playoff game by a rookie since 1937. Last That's week. Not even possible. I didn't even throw the ball in 1937. <laughs> the, the most hell? since 1937 for Brock Purdy. Last game against Seattle? Uh-huh. Wow. I mean, it's been a long. How many yards was that? Do we know? Sammy Baugh was the last one to do it. Right. He threw for 332 yards, the most by a rookie in his first playoff game since night. Sorry, first playoff game. Sorry, that the little caveat there. His first playoff game since 1937 when, when Sammy Baugh played his first playoff game. Wow. <laughs> so is this the game where he turns back into a pumpkin? Because I don't think it is. No. I mean, I, it's. I don't think they're going to let put it this way. I don't think they allow it to happen. Like, I I think it's all going to be short passing games, dink and dunk McCaffrey and Debo and Kittle. And like, it's just going to be, get the ball out of your hands fast kid. Like don't let Micah Parsons and company get at you. Three-step drop, put your foot in the ground, get rid of the football. Right. Bang, bang, bang. Like just get it out of your hands. Let them, let them deal with it. If they fumble fine, but you're not going to make the mistake that blows the game. Right. 
I mean, everyone's telling me when's the last time a rookie quarterback won a game in the divisional round. It never happens. And I really, I don't don't really remember one, to be honest. It's rare to have a rookie be in this round of the playoffs quarterbacking a team. It's a classic bet against. Yep. Man, it's a classic bet against. It's bet against the rookie in that spot. Um, I don't know yet. He's old um, though. He's not, he's he's twenty five. Like he's not like a, he's not that young of a kid. He's not twenty one year old like wet behind the ears. Like oh my gosh, Purdy's <laughs> been around. Played four did, years in college. Did you know they called? Uh, B. Hal told me this again. That he reiterated this morning that in October at Iowa State they used to call it Brocktober. Yes. Yeah. What are they going to call January? <laughs> this is incredible. Why were they, what I mean, if he does this run? Like oh, this every is, Iowa State fans, this, this is everyone in Iowa is jumping up and down about this. This is, this is a huge deal. Yeah, this is a big, they are on the San Fran train in a big way in Iowa right now. I mean, they are really loving what Brock Purdy is doing. And I mean, because he was the last pick in the draft. Like That's he what I mean. Like the last story. guy taken. You can't. I mean, you can't go from Mr. Relevant to Super Bowl quarterback, can you? Like I mean, Brady went nuts. from the Brady six became a thing, right? I mean, you can. Yeah. I mean, it's again. You have to go to the right place at the right time and be the right personality to take advantage of the opportunity placed in front of you. The stars have to align. The same thing happened with Brady. Got to have a good defense too. Which got to have a good defense. Peyton Brady did. Okay, <laughs> and they got, got good the weapons. Right, the right Everest quarterback, good weapons, and head coach relationship. Right. I mean, yeah. Kyle Shanahan is a quarterback whisperer. We know this offense is right. kind of plug and play. Same thing with Brady and Belichick. It was kind of plug and play. It didn't really matter who was playing quarterback. He ran the ball so much. The quarterback mattered, but not mattered a ton. Now, obviously, the drive against the Rams and everything else is really important. And, you know, the hit on, uh, on Drew Bledsoe is what led to, you know, Brady playing. But it's the same thing with Brock Purdy. Like, he had to have all these things come into play where Garoppolo gets hurt. He comes in. He gets five games in the regular season, wins them all, yeah. then then goes at home. And, and at home now, if this was on the road, I would feel totally different about this. And I'll be very curious to see what happens if it is San Francisco, Philadelphia. Can Brock Purdy go to Philly across the country? We got to get there first. I know. But I'm just saying, first. like, it's, I think it's easier – to play in the friendly confines of your own building in these situations than it is on yes. the road. So I would say classic bet against, but how often is a rookie quarterback at home? Most often rookie right. quarterbacks are on the road because the team is on the rise. Yeah. They're not the two seed. He's a two seed. <laughs> yeah. So th- that's, I think the difference why I would say this is not a classic bet against, because I think it's a different set of circumstances that normally doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, no, I mean that all makes sense. I just know that there's there's people on. This is a good one. This is it's just uh, people on both sides of it. So yeah, Brett Maher, kicker to chat every yeah. once in a while. We're freezing up. Huh? We're good. We're hanging. Stay with us. I see the chat going. We're having buffering oh, issues. Okay, stay with us. We're good. It's all fine. We'll be all, all right. right. Ten forty-five. Brett yeah. Maher, concern for Dallas. Yeah, get the yips. <laughs> He's a concern for me. He's a concern for you. He's a concern for anyone that wants you want to bet over the field goals in the game. Yes, this is a concern. Of course. Isn't it not? Oh no. I, I don't know if I've never been a kicker. I don't know what it I don't know what that's like <laughs> to stand there in front of everybody 
and miss that many kicks I, I, and just, and then have you be the number one topic of conversation all week. Like, what do we do? Do we trust this guy to make a game winning kick or make a game tying kick? Will this guy be there when we need him to be there? Yeah. I mean, they're not worried about their, that there. Like, I mean, when you're on the team, mm-hmm. there may be that like little, like, Oh, hope he gets it. rid of. Like when you go home or when you're sitting at the meal or something like you're like, you think he's okay? Like you, he, he going to be okay. Right. Like, He's going to kick it between the uprights like Sunday, right? Like we can count on this guy, you know, and out on the field, you're like, Hey man, let's go, Brett. Come on. You know, see one go through. Let's just kick a 25 yarder first. Oh, okay, good. Let's move it back. Like who knows? But when you're on the team, it's not a concern openly. Mm. You wonder if it's a concern for the coaching staff. I mean, because if it changes the way McCarthy coaches, I don't, I mean, he's right. been there too. He, I don't think it's a concern. So you and I both have a vested interest in the Niners winning this game, by the way. So if Dallas wins, Dallas ties the Patriots for the most wins all time in playoff history, passing Green Bay Packers and your Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. You want the 49ers to stay behind if you hate the Cowboys. I don't care about any of that. I don't. None? Oh, I do. No, it doesn't. None of that. I love love seeing the Patriots at number one above the Dallas Cowboys and watching Jerry Jones squirm over that. I love that. None of that matters at all to me. They're not concerned about us. I'm not concerned. Jerry's concerned about that. Heck yeah. He wants to pass the Steelers. He wants to pass the Patriots. You telling me if the Cowboys aren't in the Super Bowl and Dallas has the most wins of all time, he's not talking about that during the week of the Super Bowl? He might mention it, but oh, hundred yeah, percent, he's mentioning it. He's going to mention a whole bunch of other stuff too. It's going to be <laughs> annoying. <laughs> it's one of the drawbacks of having the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Oh. Is that Jerry's going to be in front of microphones the whole stop? Non. We might even get him on a show. You're not lying. He'll do everything. <laughs> if you have a microphone, he's going to find you and have a conversation. It's yeah. Not, I'll put the cowboy not, stuff on from top to bottom. Jer, come on over, Jer. Oh Let's my. talk. What's what's this show? <laughs> it's called Bostonian versus the book. Don't worry about it. Come on, sit down. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, Jerry. Hey, he wants legalization in Texas. That bill is going to get put forth. You know, that's uh, one of them questions we're going to be asking him. Hey, Jer. Next month, that that's going, that hey, bill. The, Eli- the Texas Sports Betting Alliance, I think it's what it's called. It's a organization that has written the bill to be put forth for a vote in Texas, I think in 2024. Autos for, in the chat right for, now. What's up? Very Autos nice. in the chat. First periods. Oh, my. We'll get to, those, get to those later. We'll be talking about that later. The Jaguars are the first team in NFL history to win a playoff game after going worse to first. Could Doug Peterson wind up in the Hall of Fame? You and these questions in this rundown. What are you talking about a Hall of Fame for? He's trying to win this week. Okay, but it, just looking at him, I think he's he. You said it, and I agree. I, I, I pushed back, and you were right. The reason why they won the game against the Chargers is because Doug Peterson was able to keep his team level headed and reset and everything. And then the second half, they went out there and played their tails off, and they beat the Chargers while the other coach peed down his leg. Doug Peterson has something. Going here. 
And he's going back to the place where he took the team to the, I mean, it's, it, it's unbelievable when you look at the, what he's done, going back to a place where he could have the same narrative. Look at no one believes we can win this game. No one That's believes true. we can beat the chiefs. And we, we, everyone's writing us off just like they did with the Eagles. They wrote everybody off as all the Patriots. And then we beat them. Why can't we beat the chiefs? Why can't we go? It's the same speech he's already given. Why can't the Jags win this game? Because they can't stop Kansas City. I don't know. They're going to slow down Kansas City. How do they win this game? 34-31 like they beat the Chargers or 17-14? Oh, my. I mean, I don't think we, I don't know if they win either way. Like, they got to win by basically like having like a two-score lead the entire game. They, they went and put they went and putting up 24. I don't think 24 wins it for them. They got to put up 30 points minimum. 30. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas City's scoring a minimum of 24, 27, are they not? Yeah. I mean, you look at the matchups, you look at everything. I mean, and they had the week off, all that stuff. The only way Jacksonville wins is a shootout. If you think Jacksonville can cover, let alone win, you got to play the over. Right. Right. But I mean, it's, it's, it's high. It's 53. Mm-hmm. It's 53. That's a lot. But I mean, first team in NFL history to win a playoff game after going from worst to first in the division. In the division. Yep. And worst was worst, worst. Like, <laughs> right? It was horrific. It was horrific. It was the AMC South. It was, it was the AFC South. It was the, three uh, games or four games last Fired year. Fired Urban Meyer. Everything was a mess. Wow, that was a mess. I mean, that was a bad hire for Lawrence. Anyway. Took a major step backwards. And so Trevor Lawrence became the first quarterback in, or a, uh, sorry, the sixth, he became the sixth quarterback ever to have four touchdowns in his first playoff start. How many touchdowns does Trevor Lawrence have to throw if the Jaguars are going to win this game? Dear God, little secret for the chat uh, that they told you. If you're watching and it's buffering, just rewind it 15 to 20 seconds and it apparently doesn't buffer. So the boys in the chat have figured out that as well. Um, Man, he's got to – what he just did. He had four. He had four picks in the first half and four touchdowns in the second half. In, ca- in case, sense. in case we're curious as to what the hell Trevor Lawrence just did, what how did insane! Do and they won. Um, I don't. It's just it can't be replicated, can it? Like not even the interceptions. I'm talking. I think he's got to throw three touchdowns. I, he has to play the game. So the, I'm asking these questions. These are all correlated props, right? So like, if you like Jacksonville, we like the over. Like the over, gotta like you gotta like Trevor Lawrence over two touchdowns. Two passing touchdowns. Yes. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Although he could run to it. Could. Yeah. You know, this might be the game that he does that. Possibly. But Connor Winsky just came in and said, though, if they if they lose the turnover battle, they don't win. Okay, so let's go to that. That's a great point. So Trevor Lawrence. Had four picks last week, but in five of the six road games last year, or the, sorry, this year, no picks. He's been pretty good on the road. 
So Otto just said they have to take the air out of the ball. So you try now it's Travis Etienne. So you're going with a, with an under game. Keep Mahomes off the field. Maximize their drives. If Jacksonville punts more than three times, they lose. Wow. Three punts. That's it. That's all we get. Huh. What about what about drives ending in field goals though? Is that going to be enough? Ah, oh, that will di- that will dictate, like, you know, in another term that I I've never heard before until I started doing content was game script. It will depend on how the game script is written is going, right? Yeah. Um, if it's a tight, close game, and they get away with kicking field goals, that's fine. If they trade a couple touchdowns for field goals, and then have to keep going or have to open things up, I think that's where they may get in trouble. Yeah, it's more like their red zone defense versus the Chiefs got, red zone. They got to hold mm, the Chiefs to field goals. This is this is the NFL in 2022. Yeah. Now 2023. It's red zone defense. Yeah. Right? I mean cuz with the flags and the the ability for the offense to have the every advantage, there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of teams moving the ball between the 20s. It's what yeah. they do when they get in there. And you know, I I always like to look at that um, you know, for big games. I, I mean, you can look at it every week, but it's so random. It's so strange too, because the leading sacker for the Jaguars is Josh Allen with only six sacks. Oh. Like they uh-oh. don't really, they don't really get after the quarterback. They uh-oh. don't have that like one guy. Mm. They don't have a Matthew Judon. They don't have a Mm-mm. Bosa. They don't have somebody Mm-mm. that's gonna go and get like double digit sacks who you've got a game plan for. And that's my my number one concern is Mahomes keeping plays alive. And just being able to find open receivers down the field because he keeps the play alive. And yes. in the red zone, he does it so well. Oh, does the pitch so well. like this, or he yeah. does the little throw like that. Then he does, you know, it's he's he's tremendous. It's tough. It's so tough to defend him. It's going to be very tough. Uh, I mean, Doug is known for his offense, so it's like. I don't know. I, I agree with what Otto is saying about the fact that it makes a lot of sense for the game to be low scoring, but I kind of agree with you that if the Jaguars are going to be live in this game, it's going to be a shootout. Yeah. They're going to have to move the ball. Jay Dow says Jags need uh, Etienne to rip through KC. Nate S said it could be Etienne's two touchdown game. He wouldn't be shocked. Uh, they need points every possession. Every Otto. possession. Wow, that's a lot, man. I don't know. Every possession. Well, then that's an over, obviously, if that's the case. So on the other side, if you're looking for chief storylines, Travis Kelsey has six straight playoff games with at least 95 yards receiving. It's the longest streak in history. Huh? That's insane. (laughs) So Travis Kelsey reception yardage might want to bet over. Right. He is a machine in the postseason. So was that automatic bet over on his props? I mean, you have to assume the books. I mean, this is not like it's this is a widely known stat. So right. the books are going to go ahead and you know. Let me see what Mahomes is or what uh, Kelsey's yardage. Kelsey's yardage is eighty-one and a half. So. Just FYI, <laughs> if you want to go ahead and bet the narrative. It's a big difference, yeah, right there. Well, and then there's an incentive, but he's got more than one game to do it. If Travis Kelsey gets 99 or more receiving yards 
in the playoffs. He passes Rob Gronkowski for the most receiving yards in a postseason in, in history. Most. All so, time. Most all time receiving. So he don't, if he doesn't do it this game and they win, he'll do it next game. Correct. Yes. In the AFC Championship at home. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> In Atlanta, <laughs> in Maybe. the ATL, Maybe, if it's yes. Buffalo, yeah, in the Atlanta, in Atlanta, he'll break the record for the all-time most receiving yards in NFL history by a tight end. Wow! So, if you want storylines and narratives, and we've seen it before, we've seen the Chiefs, and we've seen Andy Reid feed players to break records. Mm. So, if this if this game gets out of hand, they could feed Kelsey. Get him the record and pull him out. Right. Get him the ovation and pull him out. Adam just came in. Adam Pyatt just came in and said he feels like Casey's been trying to win without relying on Kelsey for the past few weeks. And now this will be the week they say the hell with that. Fair. I mean, why get him hit? Why get him banged up when you know you need him? I mean, 81 and a half seems very low. Uh, these tight end props are tricky. Sometimes they're... You know, they look so easy a certain way. The Kittle one last week, you know, Irizarry told me, we told the brigade it was it was going to be 44, 43 and a half. All we needed was 44 yards. You got two catches for 37. No, but Kelsey seemed, I mean, Kelsey is literally Mahomes, Kelsey Mahomes. I mean, it's just Mahomes, Kelsey. That's well, without, a regular thing. Yeah, and without Tariq Hill, it becomes even more about Kelsey. Yeah. This is the first playoff game without Hill. Juju's so. probably going to have a big game. Clutch yeah. catches. Clutch yeah. I catches. mean, Mahomes spreads it around, but he does yeah. have certain in third down situations. He's looking for Kelsey. Right. So. Yeah. Just this what he be, does. This will be, uh, again, I think there's a lot of props uh, to look at. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is one of them, but there, there, there's a bunch. There's a bunch on both sides of the ball. This one, this one will start off. Isn't always though, like the the, the divisional round, the, the first game is the dud game. It's always the AFC South team. It's always was Houston for the longest time. It was mm-hmm. the Colts when they were in it. It just it feels like it's always the first game. And Saturday, it was always the precursor to what comes Saturday night. Like it was always that Saturday afternoon, like, eh, there's 8,000 college basketball games, you know, these Saturdays in, uh, in the book. But I mean, it's, it's 430. So really it's an evening game. I mean, it's the sun's going to go down. The lights are going to be on. It's still pretty much a night game. Yeah, there it is. But in, I, I just, so here, I, I equated to yeah. my time in the book here. It's 130 here. Like yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, for half the United States or, at least a big third of it, it's specific time. It's the eh game. Right. Everybody's getting ready for dinner for the Giants of Philadelphia. Even in the book, there's so many distractions, again, with the college basketball. Yeah. Even NBA and stuff. We'll see. everybody, Everybody had Daniel Jones slander at some point. Everyone ripped on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones last week became the first quarterback to have 300 or more yards passing, two passing touchdowns, and over 70 rushing yards in a playoff game. All right. You you banged every prop on Daniel Jones. No yeah. one's ever done that. We've never seen a performance by a quarterback. I don't care who you want to talk about. 
the history of this league is now Daniel Jones's name is alone. No one's ever done that. Is that the Vikings, Daniel Jones, or Brian Dobble? Who who gets the credit? Who, who's responsible for this performance? All of them. <laughs> All of them. The fact that, um, I mean, you weren't counting on this performance, but like the fact that the Vikings couldn't stop it. The fact that. Um, which of the three is the most surprising that he did of the three stat lines? Which which one's the most surprising? 300 yards pass. Right? <laughs> like, wait, what? I, I, I'm, I had to double check it. I'm not <laughs> fact checking you right now, but I'm like, this is wow, these are all through for 300. You don't need to worry about this. This is all from the NFL's breakdown of the, of the playoffs. All okay. the stuff, is, all, all yeah. these stats are literally straight from the NFL. Yeah, this is pretty good. This is uh, that that one's the one that surprises me. Does he have to do it again? Yes. He has to throw for 300 again. He threw for 301 yards last week. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's thrown for 300 against the Eagles. Nope. But I I think he can run the ball and I think he's got to get maybe not over 300, but he's got to have 250. They're going to stack the line. They're going to say, you're throwing to beat us. You're not running on us. This is old school NFC East slobber knocker football. Yeah, this is 48 and a half, too. Yeah, this is. (laughs) Bring your hard hat. (laughs) This is go to work time. Rainmaker just chimed in. Rainmaker five one two. I think he's a Pittsburgh guy. He's they've got the BVB on at the bar, wherever he's at. Let's go, let's go. Text, put it in the chat where the bar is. We'll give the bar owner a shout out. Hell yeah, keep us on every day. Just you know, enjoy the what show. Town, what town? What bar? That's fantastic. Wow, we yeah. appreciate that, guys. That's Thank you. That's awesome. Um. Over or under? First thought right now, Wednesday. Under. Dog and under. Dog win outright. Giants are 14 and four ATS. Eagles are eight and nine. Lines over inflated. Eagles won by six and won by 26 in the first two matchups. Nine and four, the Giants are against the NFC this year against the spread. Yeah. Plus seven and a half. Give me New York. Eagle fans are nervous. They should be. It's a three-point game. One way or the other. And the health of Jalen Hurts is, is? unknown. <laughs> it's unknown. It's a big they know question. At the NovaCare facility where the, where the Eagles practice, mm-hmm. they know. Jalen <laughs> knows. Nobody else. Nobody knows shit about it otherwise. <laughs> I mean, Jalen Watch Hurts. the line move, though. There's, if second there's a line most. Move. Okay, so he had the second most rushing touchdowns in NFL history. Jalen did. Jalen Hurts did. Yeah. If you if he can't move, if he can't run, hmm. or they tell him not to run, how big of a detriment to the offense is this? Can he just stand back there and be a pocket passer? Because I don't think he can. His mobility is what makes him dangerous. I'm not really comfortable with that line of questioning, sir. <laughs> really not. Um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, this is 
Sirianni will figure it out. They're really good at, I think, it's frustrating. It takes them a little bit longer than it should sometimes. But the Eagles are the number one seed. They make adjustments in-game. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a game plan to pass the ball at the beginning. Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown is minus 125. He's the lowest odds player in this game. Well, he's the most likely to run it in. Right. So if the number tells us something, does that mean the books believe he's okay? Books aren't doctors. They're not even questioning whether he's okay or not. We got to put a number up. Mm -hmm. What's the number? Put it up. Let the betters decide. Um, Is there anyone else a minus? To score a touchdown. Uh, at FanDuel, money. it's A.J. Brown, minus 105. Saquon Barkley, even money. Wow. Those are the those are the three. Wow. Miles Sanders is plus 105. Devonta Smith is plus 135. Dallas Goddard is plus 195. Those are your Damn. top six anytime touchdown That's, scores. <laughs> is anyone below that scoring a touchdown? <laughs> Um, well, Daniel Jones is plus 230. He could. And oh. if you want to talk about the D, the DFS oh. darling, Boston yeah. Scott is everyone's favorite for the Eagles. Right. Right. He's plus 390. A lot of people are betting Boston Scott. Wow. A lot of Philly people, a lot of New York people are betting Boston Scott to win, to score a touchdown. Just like him because his name's Boston. No, I mean it, it, I like him because Boston, but it, it is he's <laughs> he's the red zone one yard goal line dive back for Philly. So if Jalen can't go, Boston Scott's probably the guy. And ne- nearly four to one odds on it. Right. Well, I mean that's that's really high for a first touchdown. We never no, not first. Anytime, not first. Oh, anytime. Anytime, anytime touchdown. Anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you I'm want. Mean. You want to do. You want to do yeah. first touchdown. Uh, Jalen no, is six to one. Right. Boston Scott is. Um, let's see. Where's Boston Scott? It's got to be twenty or twenty. Twenty-two to one. Yeah. Still got it. Daniel Jones sixteen look. to one. Devonta Smith nine to one. Miles Sanders seven to one. Barkley eight to one. You see those numbers, anytime touchdown numbers. You see how close they are for anytime or first for anytime. Yep. I mean, there's you, you, the top six guys are all within minus 125 to plus 185, I think. 195, you said? yep. 195, okay. Yep. You pick the guy that everybody's going to bet in that situation to make him the favorite. That'll flip. I mean, if, if, if somebody comes in and bets AJ Brown, mm-hmm. they're going to change this, flip those prices. Saquon's got a damn good shot at getting it too, though. Right. That's the one. If you see a move there, if you see the move on the Giants ones, it's always the home team. Mm-hmm. You know, home teams are favored over to over the road team guys, and then the running backs and rushing quarterbacks are the favorites, and then it inches up wide receivers, and then you snipe those tight end ones. Um. You think he scores? I mean, if I had the better right now, I think Jalen Hurts scores. If he's healthy, yes, I do. I think he's, yeah, I think he scores at home. Mm-hmm. I think he rushes one in. I love the story. I love the Jalen Hurts story. Mm. The, the perseverance. Now we're hosting. Mm. 
the NFL division round playoff game with a win. We host the NFC championship. Man, all that on, a team that, on a team that didn't want them. <laughs> they wanted them out. It's incredible. And they wanted to make got them out at Alabama. Yep. Right? Went with the Heisman. <laughs> Went to Oklahoma, won the Heisman. <laughs> so speaking of which, look at this. I just I Ooh. pulled this one out oh. today and I had no reason why. The Oklahoma lit. Just had it had it handy. Boomer sooner. Yeah. Bills are back down to four and a half against the Bengals. This one is high as five and a half and it's come back down. Still four fives out there, sir. There's still okay. five and a halfs out there. Oh. Yeah. I think you take the five and a half, do you not? Uh, right now. So it's already starting. Okay. The concern for the offensive lineman being out and all this other stuff. For the Bengals. Yes. Yeah. And that's, you just, do you just kind of accept that and lay it? Or do you go, God damn, I love Joe Burrow and I want the Bengals and I need the Bengals and Bengals. Um, it's a three Bengals point game that. either way in my mind. I mean, we for what we saw, the limited time we did see, Bengals could move the could move the ball in the Bills. Down the field touchdown. Mm. Bengals are 12 and 5 ATS. They've won nine straight games. Bills are 8, 8, and 1 ATS. They've won eight straight games. So, I mean, something's gonna give, obviously. They're right. two heavyweights getting in the ring. I think it comes down to a last possession. I think it could be Chiefs Bills 2.0. Wow. Whoever Over. Has the, whoever has the ball last. Over. Yeah. Last team with the ball who wins. Have we looked at the weather forecast yet for Buffalo? I think it's going to be fine. By the way, Sonic is working on a private pilot license. Yep. So when we get the bag, we got to hire this guy to fly us around all the books to do the live shows. Let's do it. Uh, it has a 80% chance of snow on Sunday. Light winds. Nothing to worry about. 36 degrees. Oh, man. Nothing to worry about. Is there any way this game goes under? How does yeah. this game play to the under? Turnovers in the red zone. Josh Allen does Josh Allen things. Here we go. That's, <laughs> that's no good. He does. Josh Allen throws stupid throwing every game. He has a stupid WTF throw. Does it hurt him? Not always, but every game you're like, what were you doing? Why did you throw that ball? <laughs> but a hall just came in and said, Joe B going to win it all. I'm not against it. Joe B going to win it all. Here's a stat that blew my fucking mind. Whoa. Whoa. What? The Buffalo bills are 13 and one since 1970 at home in the playoffs. They were really good. They won all those games. They went to four straight Super Bowls, and they hosted almost all those games. And they have no rings. <laughs> they have no Why rings. you got to do that right now? They have no rings. They're 13 and one. Right now? They're 13 and one at home oh since 1970. God. I was born in 1977. In my lifetime, the Bills have lost one game at home, and they have the same number of rings as me. I happen to pull this one aside, too. <laughs> They have I not even know what we're talking about. Just remember the Houston Oilers, right? It was it was one of the teams that had a big lead, like the Chargers, and lost. Music City Miracle. No, but even before that, you remember Frank Reich 
coming oh, right. back with more moon. Was that in Buffalo or was that in Houston? Buffalo. Oh, okay. It's one of the Brilliant. games that they won. One of these games that counted as 13 and one. It's kind of a low blow. She just reminded them all that they haven't won. But that's enough. I mean, that's a crazy stat. What do you do? You play at all year long to have playoff games at home because then you go and win the Super You, you have one game where you play. You win all your home games and you're at home. You go play the one neutral field game. That's all you got to do is win that game and you win a Super Bowl. I, I mean, how does this franchise have no championships? Like, how is this possible? They ran into some juggernauts. <laughs> It's always somebody else's fault, right? It's not Scott. No, Norwood's. it's not anyone else's it's, fault. It's not, they, they it's not Scott Norwood's fault. It's not Scott Norwood's fault. Oh, that ain't right. I mean, it's not Scott Norwood's fault. Well, I mean, they should have won that game. That was Bill's <laughs> Giants. What do you mean? There's two. They should have won. There's two. Scott Norwood was wide left and wide right. He was. He, he had two. What do you mean? They got smoked in the other games. No, he had the other kick. The other Super Bowls. No, Scott uh, Norwood was the one. Scott Norwood had two Giants. two gigantic well, one was always the Giants. That was the first one, but yeah, not in the Super Bowl. He just had that one in the Super Bowl. Can you imagine if it's Bills Giants? Can that be oh, the why? Super Bowl? Bills Giants. It could. Yeah. Can of we bring up all those things again? And this is now the opportunity for the Bills to actually. Break well, through. I mean, I have to buy that. I have to buy that exacta because I've. I, it's, it's the only thing I don't have covered is Bills Giants. I need to buy Bills exactas. We'll get to that in a second. But okay. What we're going to jump into, but that's an exact I need. But that's possible. I mean, remember Jumbo Elliott? Remember him? Yeah. Went to Pitt. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Yeah. The first NFL player I ever met was Jumbo Elliott. Big dude. Went to Giants. Went to Giants training camp with my uncle. Met Lawrence Taylor. But Jumbo Elliott was walking off the field first. And I just stopped and I, and I looked up. And I couldn't believe how big of a man Jumbo, he was. Yeah, he was gigantic. He just jumped <laughs> like, he, he just looked down at me. He's like, hi, kid. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, oh, uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> it was like one of the crazier moments of my Where childhood. in the hell was Giants training camp that you went to? Uh, outside of New York City. So, somewhere in New Jersey. Somewhere in New Jersey. I forget my uncle. I don't know. I was in Ridgefield. So it was probably like a two hour drive from Ridgefield, Connecticut. My uncle was a gigantic, still is, big Giants fan. Took me to the, took me to the training camp, went and got a bunch of autographs. Back when kids, you know, you could go ahead and get close to literally the guys. right there. You, I mean, you could have went and taken drills with. Oh yeah, you know, when we were little, there was like it felt like it were like twelve people there. There was yeah, there was because it was like twelve people there. It was and that was after practice. I think it was what year did the Giants win the what year eighty eight? What was eighty eight? Did they win it in eighty eight? I think it was 89. I think I went, when I went, it was like 88, 89. Somewhere in that range is when I went to my first training game. I was like 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range. See them in the Niners, too. Do you remember them in the oh, Niners gosh. when we were kids? Like the oh, battles? Yeah. yeah. They I, had Giants should bring back the old school giant look. Oh, the helmet just says hello. Giants on it. I just oh, bring back. Oh, hello. Play on that. Play with oh. the, you know, the, the Bill Parcells, Bill, you know, Bill oh. Belichick defense. Damn, Lawrence, son. Lawrence Taylor, white stripes on the or blue stripes on the white uniforms. Carson, right? With the running back Harry, was Harry Carson was the linebacker. No, who's a who's a running back for them? And Carson. Um, no, Carthon. Maurice Carthon. That's what it was. Was, okay. was was a running back. Met Joe him. Morris, little Joe Morris. Didn't meet number him. Number twenty was a running back. Mark Bavaro, the tight end. You remember Met Mark him. Bavaro? Yep. Mm-hmm. Another gigantic mountain of a man, yep. human being. Slap fives with him. Yeah. LT was 
just LT. Yeah. He was Deion Sanders for Deion Sanders. I remember Wait, seeing his. I, I remember seeing Rainmakers his, in Green Tree. What's that? At Manny's in you know Green that? Tree. That's where I live. In Pennsylvania. He's in Pittsburgh at Manny's, watching a show. Rainmaker wow. might have went to my high school. Do you know Get Rainmaker? The hell out of here! I don't know Rainmaker. I'm going to sure? have to reach out. You sure you don't know? Out. Yeah, something tells you you may know him. Just don't. You just don't know it. It's very possible. Tree in Pittsburgh at Manny's. I can't even. What is going on right now? This is all happening. I don't believe it. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, yeah, we'll we'll Buffalo could lose a game. Mm. So Josh Allen w- w- has been the first quarterback in the history of the league with six or more rushing touchdowns in his first five years. How do you feel about a Josh Allen rushing touchdown? Better have a rushing touchdown. He better have one. He better have a rushing touchdown. Why? Yes. I was, on with, I was on with Pharrell Morenzi, and I'm okay. watching the game with the end game, watching the game with the end game. He was jittery as hell. He was. You know how you get him unjittery? Josh, guess what? Yeah, we're calling your, your number. Okay. When we get close, forget about handing a ball off. Forget about throwing that fade. We're running that take the snap and run two steps to your right around the tackle. We're running you in the end zone. You do the Brady spike, get everybody fired up. He better have a touchdown. Hmm. No, at FanDuel, there is not a single player that is laying juice on any time touchdown in this game. Stefan Diggs is even money. Joe Mixon plus 150. Chase is plus 125. Josh Allen plus 140. Wow. Josh Allen is plus 140. Mm-hmm. And if you want Josh Allen first touchdown score, it's nine and a half to one. I was going to say eight to one. Right. Stefan uh, Diggs is seven and a half to one. Chase nine to one. So with Mixon. Man, is that interesting? Where's the Where's the Buffalo running back on the anytime? Well, touchdown? Singletary is, I mean, he doesn't get the ball what, that often in the red zone. Josh Allen is what's the guy. What's his price? 250? 10 to one first. And anytime is plus anytime. 165. Anytime. Wow. Okay. He really, he rarely, Singletary I know. rarely gets the call. No, exactly. That's what, that's what I mean. It's, it's, uh, it's Josh and then throwing. It's pretty rare that it, yeah, that Josh is the, is the odds arm way favorite. It's not even Dawson close. Knox though is two is plus 200. Dawson Knox, I think has a touchdown in five straight games. He's been money. He's so been two money. to one on Dawson Knox to score a touchdown. It's not yeah. a bad bet. <laughs> Damn. If you're looking at anytime touchdown scores for the for the Bills. But I think you're right. I think Josh Allen's going to rush for a touchdown in this game. It's I mean, if you believe in the story and everything, and, and and I think it's huge for McDermott to remind him that he's the guy. Like okay. we got it, like just you know, I mean, this is one of those ones where if, like if I'm coaching. Or if I was if I was playing, I want the coach to tap me on the head, tap me on the shoulder, and say, "Let's go." This is why we're here. You, you know, carry us, lead us, get close. I don't know. I I I think I think he has to have one. All right, so let's go to some exactus. Circa put it out today, yeah, or maybe last night, but I saw it this morning. Yeah, it was yesterday. Okay, I go down there yesterday. What do you make of this? Because I have. Giants, 
Niners, and Bengals. Stay right there. I got the sheets right over here. Just keep talking. I'll be okay. right back. I just left them off. I can't. You have all of them? Okay, good. Okay. So I don't have Chiefs, Bills, Jags, or Eagles. Or the four teams I don't have anything tied into at the moment. As we try to circle around on, on the exact as to get everything done on this. So right. if you if you were me, I, I obviously need Chiefs in the Bills in some form or fashion, right? You don't have any Chiefs Bills yet? No. Yeah, you do. So need to go grab that. Would I do you grab the more likely one or do you grab the longer shots of the one? Because I already have Giants and the Bills. Right. I already have so Bills uh, Giants right now at circa 40 to 1. Uh Bills, Giant, Giants, oh, Giants over the Bills. Yes. No, but you already have Giants over to Bills. Now you buy Bills over to Giants. If you well, want, you get. Well, why do I wait? One. Well, I was thinking about what, what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get the get the matchup, and then once the game happens, I can bet the other side. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I mean, you know, if you rather than buy both, you only sides have the, four teams left now, right? I I need. I conference. think I need. I need Chiefs, Eagles. I need Chiefs. Um, well, no, I already have that. I already have. So I don't. I, I need Chiefs, Cowboys. That's what I need. And Chiefs Giants. 18 to 1. Chiefs it's, over to Giants is also 40 to 1. 50 to 1 now. Oh, you're app. looking at the current. I wrote it down yesterday yeah. after. I got the current app. It's 50 to 1. Chiefs Giants, 50 to 1. 17 to 1. Chiefs over the Cowboys. I wonder how much they're taking, like, or if they're moving based on. I don't know. I don't know what they're moving it on. That's interesting. So, so it's higher now. On, yep. the, on the Giants. Chiefs Giants. What's the price on Bills Giants right now? Bills Giants is 56 to 1. <laughs> right? It was 40 to 1 yesterday. Oh, so Bills doing this afternoon. This is bullshit. They got more stuff to do. Right? So th- this is I'm, but like how <sighs> how exposed do we get with the Jaguars is the question. What do we Cuz we have to at least They ain't winning the Super Bowl. Get there. I don't need them to win it. We talked about this. Uh, I know. No, you just, you just need, need them to win there. this week. Listen, if you think there. they can win this week, you owe it to yourself to buy. I mean, listen, I bet the Eagles ones last week. G- Eagles money line. Like, what team is the most likely team to win this week in your mind? Of the four games, what teams do you think is most likely to win? Kansas City. So, to me, betting Casey and Philly, a Casey Philly money line parlay, is probably what I'm going to do. Casey money line parlay just for Saturday, and combined with Philly because I've got the Giants already. I have the Did Giants covered. Casey? So Casey Philly money line parlay on Saturday. Just put it, yeah. I mean, just, whatever two games. It's just I, I want a two yeah, leg parlay. That's the Saturday with, games. That's the Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So just to win Saturday, not to do this futures. No, exactly. because but I've got so much in the Giants. The Giants get uh, it's just a bet against the Giants. What I'm saying. I don't want to lay the juice with Philadelphia because the juice on the money line is high. Right. So I got to combine it with one other side just to parlay it to get the juice down. 
Right. And I think you're right. I think Casey is beating the Jags. I think Jags are going to cover the game, but I think Casey is going to win the game. So Casey Philly. What's the Giants Bills right now? Giants Bills. Giants, Giants Bills to is beat the Bills. 87.50 plus 87.50. So 8.75. So we got 205 to one on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Giants to beat the Chiefs is what now? Plus 8,000. So 80 to one and mm-hmm. 195 to one on that one. <laughs> and what's the Giants to defeat the Bengals? Uh, plus 16 or, you know, uh, 16. Yeah. One plus 165. Yeah. Yeah. I got 400 to one on that. Right. One. <laughs> right. I mean, we did okay. Again, with the closing prices. We, we, right. We, we beat the, now this might get us limited or might get us thrown out of joints. Come on. Normally we do that. What do you mean? Circa's if not you, throwing us out. Circa's not. Yeah. Some so books might. <laughs> so we're we're beat the closing number on every one of those <laughs> by a hundred. By hundreds. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I mean. So like that, that Philly bet is, is a hedge off of that. I already have Niners. I don't have any Cowboys. So I need Casey bills and Cowboys are the three teams I need to get some exposure on. Cause I don't have any, I don't right. have anything. I don't have anything on them. Right. So I need to, I need to get involved with, with those teams. Cowboys, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, and Cowboys, Bengals. So I got to buy all three. Cowboys, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bengals, and Cowboys, Bills. Yeah. Bet them all three, or do I wait and take one, take Cowboys, Chiefs, and then wait to see who comes out of the Bills and the and the in the Bengals? You can't wait because they take them down. Like no, after I mean after the weekend, don't they'll, they'll, they'll oh. repost them after the weekend. Just bet them to bet them before next week. Well, yeah, but the prices are literally single digits after this weekend. All it's the 30, prices it's are sixty to one, digits. thirty to one, and twenty six to one at the moment for those three. Yeah, it'll be. I mean, it'll be eight to one or ten to one, okay. or something like that. Maybe six to one on the first one. I mean, because it's it just becomes a two game money line parlay. Then after that. It's right. interesting because if it's Jacksonville, then like if the look ahead line right now is AFC minus one and a half, mm-hmm. which some other books have that Caesars and stuff. The NFC is going to be the dog. If it's Casey or Buffalo, for sure. Mm-hmm. Bengals will argue back and forth, depending on who it is. The NFC. If it's Jacksonville. The NFC is going to be a gigantic favorite. In the game, not eight and a half like KC, but like it's going to be if it's San Francisco, Jacksonville in a Super Bowl. <laughs> holy caca. Yeah. So you'll have an opportunity to place a decent money line wager on Jacksonville in that situation. That's why I wouldn't get Jacksonville ones. Right. Like I, I don't know. I, again, if you believe in Jacksonville, you might have to do the rollover thing. I mean, yeah, Jacksonville I to win the Super Bowl against anybody right now. It's current, crazy. Current numbers 35 to one. Ain't that good enough? I mean, it's like, that's good. Plus you don't have to pick the other side. Yeah. It's 1,750 to one Jaguars over the Cowboys. Jaguars over the Giants is <laughs> 3,500 to one. Right. Or no, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no. 30. Just take off the two, two numbers at the end. And, and what is it? So if it's 30500, uh, it's 300 yeah, 350 to one. 350 to one. 350 to one. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, damn, son, it was 2000. Oh, no, hold on. 
Jacksonville over the Giants was, yeah, 1,500 to one a week yeah, ago. Jaguars Niners is 100 to one. <laughs> Jaguars Eagles is 95 to one. I mean, it's not, I mean, it, it, the boats are it's, saying Jag, Jaguars. I mean, this is this is the thing we talked about this before the game: the Jaguars and the Chargers. The books yeah. were saying neither team's winning the next game. Essentially, was, that's what those exact prices. Say. Yes, they, they all were saying, "Hey, by the way, good luck. Bet if you want, but like, we don't believe Chargers or the Jags. Either one will go to Arrowhead and win that game." And so, you know, which you can is cover, crazy because I yourself. think the Chargers could have. I don't know. If I agree the Jags with you. Can I don't think the Jags can. I think they can scare them. I think they put a big scare in the, in the Chiefs, but not to the point where I would invest any money on this, on the exactus. I just, I don't, I don't, you know, if you want to do that, I think you just buy the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl right now. Just, just buy it, you know. Right. And just 30, don't, wor- don't worry about the exacta. 37. Yeah, don't worry about the exacta. Don't worry just, about the exacta. Just, just bet them win it all. In. If, you well, buy the, if you buy the Jaguars. I mean, you could buy the Jags to win the AFC right now, like 15 to 20 to 1. Different wow. spots. That's a two-game parlay. That ain't bad. Nope. No. <sighs> so Tyler, I what did Tyler say? You could try to middle a good portion of it too. Yes, Tyler, we could. Yes, sir. Middle what? Just by getting it there and then right. Yeah. Taking, you know, if we have a big line. Yeah, and then just take the points. That's what I did with the, that's what I did with the Ravens game. That's how I came up with winning the Ravens. Right. That Ravens game and exactly. the three the three leg money line to win three units versus winning one when the Ravens For those covered. Boys and girls that are still with us, if you're in the chat, put your AFC uh championship matchup. What is it gonna be when we wake up or when we Sunday afternoon, actually, because we'll we'll know Sunday, well by Sunday night. What's the AFC matchup? Just put the two teams initials, KC Buff, Jax, J A X, or CIN for Cincinnati. I'm curious. I don't know. What do you think? People, what What's the most common answer there? Is it just the favorites? Casey Bills, Buff? Chiefs. Yeah. Bills, Bills Chiefs. Chiefs. That's it? Yeah. That's going to be the most common. I mean, the Bengals have their work cut out for them. Bengals going to Why do Orchard I Park. see it as almost even in that spot? Like, I don't. I, I think the Bengals have almost as good of a chance. It's not a coin flip, but it's close to me. What am I? I don't know what I'm missing where it's so. Heavy Buffalo. Well, it's just because in the in the playoffs we have seen teams with home field generally win. So in big games, you want it in your building. Bengals are built a little bit differently. I mean, the Bengals can come back on anybody, and they can really exploit that secondary for the Bills. Wow, Burrow's got to get protection, obviously. The Von Miller injury for the Bills has not been talked about nearly as much as it should be. It's a huge loss for that defense in this game. You got Von Miller essentially for this game. For this game. So I was going to go ahead and continue. We're completing each other's sentences. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, now Von Miller's not there. So, so what do you do if you're the Bengals and you know that you can be a bit more aggressive with the passing game and pushing the ball down the field? I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I think the Bengals are going to win the game. 
I just feel like it's, I just feel like it's closer and I, and I don't know what I'm missing. Like I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm underestimating the fact that the, you know, the lineman's out and well, I, I see I the move, but I like, think also it's the fact that the NFL so often we've seen this in life where you make plans and it never comes to fruition. The NFL has done all this planning for bills chiefs in Atlanta. And then it never happens. It's not even, you don't even need to have it. It's, it's not necessary because it's chiefs Bengals in Arrowhead. I mean, I mean, chief fans are the biggest Bengal fans on the planet right now. <laughs> I mean, they're praying for the Bengals to win that game. Be huge for them. I don't know. I Sean McDermott and me. We got the uh, a few people in the chat. Put uh, put Bengals. Put Bengals. Yeah. Bengals, Anyone Jags Bengals? Bengals. Bills Chiefs. Bills Chiefs. This is great. This how is how pissed really off. Tough. How pissed off is CBS if it's Jaguars Bengals? <laughs> Not it's, happy. It's Chiefs. Pissed off. They're like They're really upset with that. Great. One. That's phenomenal. Oh. Get to watch that. I just oh. think in terms of where. The Bengals are. I don't trust either head coach. I don't think Sean McDermott's a great head coach in key moments. And I don't like, you know, I think about Zach Taylor. Right. But Burrow's got the it factor to me. Yeah. Give him the ball down three, down four, touchdown to win it. Yeah. Hard to bet against that dude. We shall see. Hard, hard, hard to bet against that dude. He is. He is a talented, talented dude. By the way, I got Kendall home from school today. She's in the chat. I don't know if she's popped in, back out. Cool. I don't know what. Not cool. Why? Sick or tired? Sick something. I don't know. She hustled her mom in this stomach ache this morning. But I, I got some issues because I think I ate too much or I ate the wrong thing last night. So I'm not Uh sure. So I was like, maybe she does. I don't know. So she's here. She said I'd get in the chat. She came in and left. I think I don't know. We'll see. A lot of so the Bruins and the Islanders, you and I are sitting at dinner last night. Yeah. And I said to you, how in the hell is this hockey game five and a half? Yeah. You thought it would be six by the time we woke up. It's not. It's still five and a half. Yeah. Don't you just bet the over on this on principle? Are we getting we got both starting goalies? Yep. I mean, it's five and a half over 20 pretty much everywhere over quarter one place. Uh, and Bruins score four goals a game. One place. Yeah, I would have used six, but what do I know? I don't work. Um, yeah, I like over. I don't know just if it's a principal play, but to me it is. I saw that. Uh, I saw it. I was like, I'm just betting it over just because. Yeah. It was 115 last night. I think I'm betting it over. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And then Bruins on the puck line tonight. Plus 150. I mean, I'm going to sit with you and Bartell last night and listen to you wax poetic <laughs> about how damn good the Bruins are. And all I did was kept eating that bread. I'm like, oh, stop, <laughs> let them go. Like two, two Boston's over there just reveling in the fact that they're the best team in hockey. Puck line's good. It was funny because we had to explain the puck line to him, and then he was like, "Oh, that seems so easy." <laughs> well, it has been. They're twenty. It is that easy. They're twenty-seven and sixteen. If you bet every single puck line this year with the Bruins, you're up fourteen units. Yeah, Flyers yeah. are thirty-one and fourteen, up thirteen units. Winnipeg is twenty-eight and seventeen, up twelve units. But the Bruins it's not are the most, normal. 
the most profitable team in hockey to bet the puck line. And the books are giving you plus 150 tonight. It's not normal. It's not supposed to be this easy. It's not. It is. Right. Doing it with the Bruins, but it's not supposed to be this easy. So, yeah. I mean, fire. Go ahead. What are you going to, you know, if I'm the book, I'm like, (laughs) again, what are we going to do? Again. Don't put 150 up, I guess. I mean, (laughs) well, I mean, it's the total's five and a half. That's when the total's lower, when it unders likely and all this other stuff you get a bigger plus price on the puck line because it's less likely to happen. And then you're sitting in a room and you go, how many times the Bruins covered a puck line? Call Peralt. <laughs> oh, what is it? There's 16 or 14 units up if you just bet them on a puck line. Maybe not put it plus 150. But it's down numbers, to plus 130 now. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's it. somebody's paying attention. They're watching the show. Told you that all the time. Saw the picture <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Yeah. See? Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. With the spank odd screen, it's beautiful, isn't it? Watching yeah. that big-ass screen with all them odds, and then he's watching us and listening to us right underneath. It was pretty good. I don't know. Good luck. Tampa Bay and Vancouver tonight. Vancouver is the number oh. one team, according to our boy Chris Otto, his at P-S-U-O-T-T-O on Twitter. Over. Highly recommend it. Vancouver has gone over in the first period 74.4% of the time this season as the number one team in the NHL to first period overs tonight. Yeah. And Tampa Bay is in up against them. Tampa Bay hits it at a 59.5% clip as well. First period over. First period over, game over, all of it. All of it. <laughs> Six and a half over 40. It's right. circa like I'm going to just text Jeff and say, just go to seven. They don't go to seven very often. No, no, no. Jeff's adamant about that. Yeah. They don't like Jeff, sevens. If but. Jeff's working and it's Wednesday, he's working. I think uh, most likely. Yeah. He ain't going to seven. He never would. I get it. There's a couple books that went to seven, but it's seven under 30. I mean, what are we doing? We're telling seven under 35 at DraftKings right now. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Come on in. You want to bet under? Lay 35. 35. You know, you can't even tell move the number because if you go to six and a half, I mean, that's a big, that's a big number. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Six and a half to seven. Big jump. Yeah. So Dallas is primarily a road under team. San Jose is one of the best home over teams in all of hockey. They're one of the best over teams, period. They're caca. What do you do with this total being six tonight? Which is more likely to hit the home team? I bet Dallas. I I, I I like Dallas and over. How about puck line and over? Puck line and over. Why do we always got to mess with this puck line? Plus 149. And I have a stat for you. I I have a more, but in better to book it, I got a stat for you. Okay. All right. I like Dallas. So I would be interested in the puck line. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would play the game over in these situations, but maybe a better play is Dallas team total over rather than the game over, which you can do now because they're going to score three or four goals. Well, SoCal DJ found that uh, that stat it doesn't always apply. It doesn't apply here because it's a home game after a road game in Vegas. But teams that are playing at Vegas, their next game. Yep. Are going over consistently. Okay. 
sort of a weird little quirk. Mostly it's when they play at home, it's like 15 in a row or something that goes over when they play at home. The Dallas is on the road still, but generally speaking, overs have been hitting after the Vegas game. Yeah. Dallas is on one of those trips, right? They were here. Yep. They're in San Jose tomorrow. They're in LA play the Kings. Yeah. Just one of those, they yeah, have one of those West coast trips where they're jumping all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, one quick NBA question. Yes, sir. Because I'm so bad at NBA betting, I just I, I, I'm not even like paying attention to NBA right now. But the Phoenix Suns are six and eighteen since the start of December. Six and eighteen since Straight the up. start of December, and their odds That's have terrible. gone from seven to one to win it all to sixteen to one to win it all. Okay, what the hell is going on with the Suns? Well, no Booker, no, no, no. I mean. This is this is that time of year where they struggle um, without their best player. The Western Conference got some good teams too. They're currently out of the playoffs. Phoenix Suns are twenty-one and twenty-four, ten and a half games back of Denver in, in, in the Western Conference, a half a game out of the ten spot in the play-in tournament. They have. One more win. They're not the, even in the play-in. No, the Lakers are twenty and twenty-four. The the Suns are twenty-one and twenty-four. Wow, the, they're battling the, for the last spot in the uh, play-in yeah, on the road. The Suns are seven and seventeen straight up. Yeah, they're not even trying on the road. Nope. Like they're just there's there's these games when they're losing bad, bad. You know what I'm saying? Like they're getting blown out. Who do they play today? They don't. Uh, they don't. They Phoenix don't play today. No, play tomorrow. I'm asking. Those talking just in general. Where are they? Oh, are. all right. They're one in nine over the last ten games. Over the. I just heard it. I haven't heard you say it. For how, how about this against their division? Yep. They're eight and zero. Oh. Eight the of their sons. Yep. Eight of their twenty-one wins have come against the division. If it wasn't for their division, they'd be in deep crap. Right. I mean, I obviously played those games earlier with Booker in. And yeah, I guess most likely. I mean, I mean, the division's not even like it's bad. Lakers, Golden State, Clippers, Kings. That's what I mean. Division. Not bad, but they're eight and zero. Where are they um, in the division? I mean, they're obviously behind Golden State. Four and a half games back of the Kings. Sacramento Kings lead the Pacific Division. Yep. Clippers are three games back. Golden State, three games back. Suns, four and a half. Lakers, five. What world do we live in where Sacramento <laughs> Kings are actually leading a division? Won't last, but for right now, they do. they're good. Man, they're all right. Oh, they're young. Man. They're hungry. They're playing hard. Yeah, they keep winning games. They're stacking them up. They're going to make the playoffs. Mm. So that takes us to the fun portion of the show. This is why I put the listing glasses on. Here we go. <laughs> So my home state, very interesting story came out yes, from sportshandle.com. Yes, it did. So this is funny. The commissioner in Massachusetts for the Mass Gaming Commission mm-hmm. met for six and a half hours, almost seven hours on Thursday, talking about what sports betting would look like in the future of my home state. One day, as the article is written in the history of sports betting, Skinner's point might rival Paul Revere's The British Are Coming as the most important few minutes in mass history. Skinner, 
Jeff, Jeff's a little bit like he's tongue a wordsmith. He's, yeah, he's, he's a very bit of it's, tongue it's, in cheek. His but, tongue is planted in his cheek. Yes. Yeah, but the quote is not because the quote is something that I've been talking about. For Commissioner Nakisha Skinner. Yes. Raise this point. Go ahead, sir. Quote, I've been wondering about this. Yes, yeah, she we've been I'm getting sure she pub- has. <laughs> we've been getting public okay, comments on the sports wagering operators and their practice of shutting off betters who are making money off their bets. I can't wait I, to hear who who got to Nikisha to even read this <laughs> statement, but go ahead. I wonder if it makes sense for the commission to give a position publicly oh. in terms on how we view that. Oh, maybe we should have that discussion in one of our upcoming meetings oh, to boy. understand it myself, but to also communicate it with the public and what our expectations are there. I would love to know what bag or something that she got to even read that. She she at least said so I could understand it because she didn't even know what she was talking about, being limited. Nikisha was wondering. I was wondering. Why do books limit people? Really? Okay. I love this. I absolutely love this. Discussion. I love this. Discussion. This is what has to happen. I'm glad my home state gets it. They're Let's talk about through this. The ringer there. This is great. Let's have the conversation. So, sports yes. book, why are you limiting these people? Show me why. Because to me, it's discrimination. You disagree well, you with me on this rest point. Of, read the rest of, rest of Jeff's article. Well, it's long. Can't read all of it. Well, no. I mean, you're I bad mean, he, for business. He's you're, talking you're about limiting it. Yeah. He, right. But he got limited that, for a thousand dollars. Well, he lost. He was a lifetime right. loser. He was down in he the was giving the book the losing side of bets a lot of times. And they still cut him off. And even guys that are blues too. Like it don't always win. Sometimes it loses small breaks, even. Right. All this other stuff. I mean, the shit's hard. It's hard to win. Not if you're on gambling Twitter. No, no, everybody's in gambling yeah, Twitter. Everyone's there. But I, to me, I just, I love this conversation because this is what has to happen. I want an operator to have to go on the record and explain why they limit people and how they get to that point. If you walk up to a blackjack table huh? and you play, mm-hmm. they can tell you goodbye at any time for any reason. One person, they can do that. Yeah. One v one, but they can't do it consistently. Why? I can't do it because if one person, if you had a, if you had a pattern of kicking out one type of person that you can document and prove, you can then go ahead and have, if, it, if it's discrimination, you can come up with that, with an idea. It's not you discrimination. Could. It's, it's gambling and they're counting cards or they're doing whatever and they're cheating the system, whatever. But what if they're not counting cards? What if they're just good? What at if the game? they are? How do you know if they are? Are they, well, they going to admit they're counting cards? You're watching them or you're having some idea that they might be. You have some pattern you can well, prove. You can have you, an idea about anything. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if they come in and consistently do something mm-hmm. at a blackjack table and beat you, mm-hmm. Casino can just kick them out. Say, you can't play here. We don't want your business. Goodbye. I think there needs to be a reason. I think there needs to be a reason why. I think there, there hasn't be been a, a reason why yet. It's since right. the beginning of time. They so can there do needs that to any be any casino. They've I think taken need- people in the back in rooms uh-huh. and years past and beat the shit out of them. Uh huh. And Massachusetts has two casinos in the entire operating entire state. 
And one hundred they're kicking people to, out of there. Right. The same well, why reason. are you doing that? And they got to ask the question of well, why are you doing that? If you're going to limit a professional gambler as to their whole crime is they win too much. No, that doesn't mean they win too much. They might be cheating. Well, how do you, you have to prove it. that's fine? Someone's cheating. I don't have a problem with them kicking somebody out. Somebody, but you have to prove it though. These these accounts so are. Getting, I have to, as the book, I have to figure out that this betting group is betting is with a hundred accounts. Yep. I have to do all of the due diligence when I yes. already know. I can look at a screen and I know this guy is just cheating us because he's playing the the um, the promotional Both bets sides. only. It, no, yeah. no, he's just playing. He's just playing the off numbers. You don't bet with us. You don't come in and bet with us unless we fuck up. Every that's number that's you. off. That's on you. It is yes. on the book. It is on uh-huh. the book to, to fix it and don't fuck up. Right. But knowing, I, that, the book. These, knowing that like this, the brigade is behind it okay. where you find the off number, put it in the discord, tell a thousand people. Yeah. And now I have a wrong number. And is it, am I cheating for doing that? Telling the discord that we're, I mean, yeah. if, Why you is go that to, if you go to Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh huh. And they got the price wrong. Uh huh. And you come and I in tell, and tell all, the whole my, neighborhood. My whole, yes, I, I'm cheating. I'm doing something wrong. Why is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. It's so not the same thing. But then no, I'm getting kicked. I'm being told I can't shop at Dick's anymore. Is that is that discrimination, counsel? Yes, 100 percent is. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had a posted it's my number. business. You have a posted number. Right. It's you my decided, business, though. It's okay. You have to explain to me why you're kicking me out because you bought a ticket. Get out. I don't get out. explain why? anything. Okay, why? You I don't want you shopping anything. here. I reserve the right to refuse service. No? It depends upon why you're reserving that right. We've gone it's to the my Supreme business. Court. We've gone to the Supreme Court about this. You can't do if my If you business. bring the sports betting industry to the Supreme Court, there will be no more betting. Well, maybe, but that's this how we got the here. the least we, of their we got here from We got here from the Supreme Court, so we wouldn't be here today with, with this legal issue without the Supreme Court. So we've already had it be talked about at the Supreme Court level. So they've taken sports betting conversations already before, so they probably would take it again. But the idea of who your customer can be and who you have at betting at your, betting at your book, this is something Massachusetts takes very, very seriously. Massachusetts has the, cur- the, the first openly lesbian governor in the country. Okay? okay, There's a lot of people that spend a lot of time about, about what are you talking about in terms of who gets to do what in the state? And if you're going to limit professionals and I'm not, de- I'm not debating it. There could be a bag handed or someone tapped her on the shoulder or someone's had asked this question, put this in the space. Let's talk about this. 100%. She didn't okay. come up with this herself. Come on. Okay. But this is a beautiful conversation because I would love to hear what the books are going to say. I want to hear the answer. They could have your answer. I, I reserve the right to determine who gets to bet here. Yes or no. And I want to hear what the, what the commission's retort to that's going to be. Because that's going to be awesome. Yeah, to see you, can, what yeah you can just yeah you can put your you can set your limits. Your your limits are this. That's it. But your limits aren't open to everybody. They'll take a million dollars from Mattress Mac and they'll take five hundred from from Every a pro. Book on the planet does that. Correct. And I don't there's think Baccarat, that, there's Baccarat people don't know that. that only certain people can bet at. They're the higher limit ones. Right, but you don't tell somebody you can't play here. No, you, high, you you're only allowed to go to the minimum table. If a so you tell me if a high roller comes in and says I want to play high I want to play high limit baccarat they say you can only pay fifty bucks. No, they say some of them say you can't play here. See, that's the problem. Some I, I think, of them I think, say you can't play here. Yeah, you got to go I down. Think, you, we don't want your business. And as and we've had this that's established operating procedure in certain states in Massachusetts. I guarantee when it comes to a sports betting conversation, 
People don't know that. And when people ask those questions and that gets brought up, you're going to see people raise their hand and go, wait a minute. Hold on a second. You're telling me you can pick and choose who you want in and out based upon what they're doing and all they're doing is winning. And that's going to raise eyebrows and make people get very uncomfortable. I can't wait for this talk. Resort <laughs> at the in Boston. Okay. Some high roller flies in from Encore, wherever right? yeah. uh-huh. and goes to play Baccarat. And they go, you know what? We don't want your business. What do you mean? It's open. It's Massachusetts. You guys do it. Yeah. Maybe he got big bank, take little bank, and they don't want to take the risk. Tell them go. Goodbye. We don't want your business. Okay. You're too good at this. We can't beat you. We, you have too much money. You can make up whatever reason you want. You can yeah, see that, that, that I think that's the gambling if, business. Okay. If that gets set out loud in a mass gaming commission hearing on licenses, it's for never going to have a gaming commission hearing on it. Never. <laughs> she They're just says she wants one. Oh, she just says she wants one. Stop. Okay. I don't know. You think they will? It. I think they could. Massachusetts. I do. I do think I mean, they could. Yeah. No I think way. They, have, they could ask that question and they, because for, for starters, I think the commission's enjoying putting the screws to the books. They're it's having fun fa- with it's this. Fascinating. <laughs> They're having it's fun. It's fascinating. And then there's like blowhards <laughs> and stuff. People are like, well, what if they put the offshore guys to, to the screws like this? The offshore guys would actually answer the questions. It's pretty Fair. easy. It's it's not the answers aren't hard, right? When you're just booking the games. It's easy. You know? <laughs> it, yeah, this yeah. is what we do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people get limited. You know why? Because they're constantly trying to just, you know snipe us here no but there's not no if you're just playing ball take on all comers it's no problem but the offshores uh even, onshores aren't onshores aren't really i mean well the onshores uh, aren't even doing that the onshores are until they think you're doing something i say it all the time sam darnold said he was seeing ghosts and that got a lot of like public yeah there's a lot of people in risk rooms they see ghosts fair you know, Jeff Edelstein is not a sharp better. Right. He'll tell you he is, but he's down and he got kicked out. He got limited because he was just sniping things. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's what some people are going to do. That's all they're going to do. They're just bargain hunters. I don't know. We called them, you know, I called them the cleaning crew when I was offshore. Some guys here call them bottom feeders, board washers. There's bots that do it. They will bet they set their bot to go through and find every off price. In fact, they're doing it with same game parlays. Wait until some of these books figure out what's going on right now with these same game parlays. Like, I don't want to say it out loud, and I'm not going to, but there's things going on that they don't even know are happening. They're searching out different opportunities. Let's put it that way. The commission, they ain't going to have no, the the commission is not going to have a hearing on why the books limit sharp customers. I don't know if that's true. It's 2%. Unless the sharp guys get the bag in there and Nikisha took it and said, we're talking about this. We're getting it on record. Well, you you also, I'll just, before we let go of sports grid, I'll, I'll just say, the Sloan conference that happens every year in Boston at MIT brings in some of the most Smartest mathematician sports betting minds in the country. Yes. Okay. Every year, Sloan's a big deal. If you're a if you're a big boy in the math world, chances are you've dabbled in gambling in some form or fashion. I was never allowed some, to go to that. Okay. 
You ever allowed, allowed to? to go. Why? Sloan didn't want you to go or you weren't allowed to go? Uh, the books I was working for didn't want me to go. Interesting. Might say something. Well, Sloan is in mass in Boston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying there might be some very sharp people who have been limited by the sports books who have friends in high places in Massachusetts that would like to have this hearing be brought out. It would be good. It would be good as long as they as long as they told the truth. Who's it would they? be good. The sharp guys. Oh, well, you know, chances are they would. You can say whatever you want. The books can too. That's the problem. This is going on in stock market. Right. Nobody's talking about it. Automated trading. You know they have an advantage over a mom and pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got to, I mean, it's all FCC regulated, of course. So it's all, <laughs> there's nothing going on nefarious there. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's, I, it's an I, interesting I, discussion. We'll watch what happens in Massachusetts, but I, the commission wants to I do want to it. talk about what's going on in Ohio. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. Sports Grid, we're back tomorrow. Stick with us if you're live on Twitter and YouTube for BVB. <clears throat> the Ohio thing's interesting because the fines coming down are pretty aggressive right now. And the books just seem to be paying them without really any worry. I mean, what's the number that gets the book's attention? It's not 150 because $150,000 are writing that check. Like it's nothing. They're just like, yep, here you go. They don't care. I mean, it's, it's, there's, it would need to be in the millions. I would think before they I start think to, just really to I think just to just wake someone up, it needs to be. Like you got to rattle somebody's cage and go, wait a second. We might only yeah. make a million or two dollars and they're going to fine us a yeah. million dollars. Got hit. Caesar got hit. Benham Jim got hit. And they're all <laughs> just writing the checks here. Sure makes it tough for the little guy that can't write the check, right? Fair. That's I mean, something. don't use free bet, free bet, free bet, free bet. <laughs> <laughs> like it's in the it's in the law in Ohio that you can't use that term free bet and they all used free bet. What's the what's the move? What like what's the Increase next move the after the fines don't work? Suspension. Suspend their license. That article that I posted this morning. Mm-hmm. They said it out loud. The person on the Ohio Gaming Commission. Oh, said what? Suspensions are coming. Said if the fines don't work, we're going to have to suspend the license. Yeah, that's that'll get their attention real quick. If you can't operate in the state, and you know, uh, you know our guy Bennett chimed in that said, you know, for the little guys, you know, I'm not trying to get suspended. I'm not trying to get fined. Right. But can't compete when the big guys can just write the check and don't have any care right. repercussions. We follow the law, right? If you're the little guy and little guy follows the rules and the big guy says, well, we don't care about the rules. (laughs) The rules don't apply to us or we can pay the fine. We'll we'll violate the rules and we'll just pay the fine. That's what it is. It's like speeding, right? Like if you could pay a speeding ticket whenever you want, I'm going to drive as fast as I want whenever I want because I don't care what the speeding ticket is. You take away their ability to drive. That's what has to happen. Like something has to happen. What I think will happen was what happened with the fantasy. And you know what they're going to say? What? No more gambling ads. For everyone? They're going to limit them supremely. Nationally or, or re- state by state? It's going, to, it's going to start probably federally 
and work its way federally. Down. Yeah, that's what they did with the fantasy. They right? did. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, federal they told them you law. Can't, you well, they said, yeah. There's something about you can't. Ah, uh, it's not that you can't promise the the high return with the low reward, but the Millie maker and all that other stuff that fantasy, right. they can't do that no more. Changed it all. Can't say that stuff. You can't do it as often. Huh? They, I didn't know. You know I didn't it was know almost it was like, it was almost, it's, it's something like the political ad thing. Okay. That, makes that sense. We've talked about, it has yep. to be uh, limited to a certain amount of time and a certain yep. amount of words or what. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, Interesting. I didn't know. I know it was federal, but yeah, okay. It's a federal law. A federal gambling law comes down. Whoa, that would be. Yeah, it was the only way everybody would abide by it, right? You can't do it just in Ohio because then they'll just advertise more in Pennsylvania. And then if you do it, you know, or you can say you can say, "Oh, look, go get free bets and risk free bets and all this other shit." And they had and to do state it versus this state. Yeah, yeah they, they had they had to do it at the at the top level to make everybody apply. Oh, all right. We'll watch that. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Better to book a time. Yep, We've already covered a lot good. of these, but yes. Bruins puck line plus 150 against the Islanders. Betting it or booking it. We'll say bet it. Mm-hmm. I'm trepidation, cool. but I don't want to be an idiot tomorrow. I'll go, oh, I did it again. <laughs> Bruins over five and a half against the Islanders. I like this. I like this better. Betting or booking it? Bet it. Or five and a half. Yes. The Dallas Stars on the puck line tonight up against San Jose. Oh, is it Vancouver? Sorry. Is it, is it well, Dallas, eh, Vancouver over? Did I skip that? Dallas, Stars Vancouver puck over. line. You skipped. He skipped our Stars puck Stars line. Stars puck line. All right. That's fine. Leave the graphic up. That's good. Stars puck line plus 150. Plus uh, I'll book this one. Okay. Just worried about laying the puck in half. They're going to win the game. Dallas over six in Vancouver. Yes. 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 Got this. Yes. And then over six. One, Wait a second. Is it six now or is it six and a half? It was let's six see. last night. Da, 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 da. Oh, Books figured it out. Dallas has been a road under machine. No, it's six solid. It's six yeah. flat. It was six the whole year. It was all last night, six yeah. too. Six flat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like Dallas over. is... I mean, very much an under team on the road. Uh, and then back to my first period. Dallas, over- is, playing, Dallas is playing San Jose. San Jose, it's sorry. Tam- Tampa, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Tampa, then, Vancouver's the over then, right? There we go. Or Dallas, San Jose. No, it's Dallas. It's Dallas, San Jose is the over. Dallas, San Jose. Okay. Yes. Because San, San Jose, we talked about earlier. San Jose is an, is an home machine to Thanks, the over. Thanks, SoCal. SoCal, yes, keep that's in check. Thank you. Uh, over one and a half period goals, one and a half first period. Dallas, San Jose, Tampa, Vancouver is plus one forty. You're doing this again. We got mm-hmm. away with one yesterday. You're doing it again. <laughs> you like the I'm parlays, two, don't you? I'm two for three on doing this. Oh boy! So I'm going to keep doing this for a while. This season, first this period exper- over. That it's an experiment one, until this, this one, step. Vancouver this is. Hit. So Vancouver happen. on the year, first period yeah. goal in the first 10 minutes, Vancouver is 74.4%. Vancouver over 74.4% first period. Basically, if the if a goal is scored in the first 10 minutes of a Vancouver game, the first period over is hitting. Right. So it's like all we need is if the gift hits, so is the over right. one and a half. And then San Jose is 
really crazy. San Jose uh, is 69% gift goal in the first 10 minutes, and they are 62% eight of the last 10 games to over in the first period. Mm. Up against Dallas, who's not bad either, either when it comes to this. Dallas is under 50% on it, but five and five over the last 10 games. This could hit. This could hit. I think we have to bet this. This, is, this could hit. I'm not advocating parlays, but first period parlays to need my head examined, but this could hit. Favorite thing about today? Favorite thing about today was actually last night. Yeah. Um, so, um, dear friend, Steve Bartell started this Molalabe Cigars Company, and he's working on trying to we're trying to get together and figure it out he's originally from boston we met in phoenix and um he moved back east now he's living outside of new hampshire or in new hampshire outside of boston but um we all went to dinner last night so me middle consig little consig kelsey or yeah kelsey and kendall jessica you and maddie joined us and just having a blast. We're just sitting there and then dessert is ordered and we celebrate Jessica's birthday again, which is awesome. They told her I, and then they bring a little candle and stuff for Kelsey. And I just literally turn and go, what are you celebrating? What's going on? She goes, well, I just found out that I got into crate. And I was like, <laughs> what? I almost fell over. I was like, these people don't tell me shit in this house. You just got into college. I was so over. I was so proud. Not just college. The college I'm the closest to. <laughs> I'm like, I, what, what just happened right now? She goes, like, Creighton. I go, wait, wait, what? <laughs> She's like, what do you mean you got the Creighton? I just got the Creighton. You apply. Yeah, it's my first school. I applied. I got in. It's the first school she applied to. Now, she graduated school a year early. She's very smart. Always downplays it, but she's smart, hard worker, all this stuff. I I didn't even know what to say. There's so many things. I mean, we got a guy, Ventura 226, posting him cutting the umbilical cord for his daughter, Adriana, Ariana, Ariana. Ariana, yeah. And there's so many emotions that come to you as a dad that you just don't know. Yep. Like you don't know these things are coming and I've seen them, felt them, seen other, you know, dads and daughters and dads and sons and stuff and understood it. My friends have told me about my dad's reaction, watching them, watching him when I got my diploma and he was just, he had tears sh- streaming down his face. My friends tell me to this day it was one of the, most like emotional things they ever saw. Cause he might, that didn't just was stoic yeah. all the time, pretty much very heartfelt. I'm becoming my dad. It's a craziness, <laughs> but I was so overcome with emotion when, when she said that, because I mean, like the first one was the first one of course. and she got the scholarship and she's playing ball and all this other stuff. I told this kid Creighton kept sending stuff to the house. And I was like, why don't you just fill it out? And then one of her best friends is playing football at this place, Fremont, Nebraska. Where the hell is that? You knew. Oh, yeah. No one else did. <laughs> yep. this, this Two of my best friends are from there, are from Fremont, Nebraska. I know That's it really well. I'm saying, like, she's so, so we're looking, 
And, you know, I said, just apply. If you go there, it's 30 minutes from live. You'll be able to hang out. There'll be fun. And she did. And she got in. It was the coolest thing ever. Um, it was the best thing about today is yesterday, but it was uh, my middle one got accepted so to go. If we go to this, okay, up. this is what we have to do. There is a Mexican place called Elby's in Waterloo, Nebraska. This was like, you know, this we was live the, in Las Vegas, right? Oh yeah. But this was, it's just, it's, it's not even the food that it's, it's just the, the, it's this middle of nowhere. Like there's nothing around and there's oh, just boy. a Mexican restaurant in Waterloo, Waterloo, Nebraska. Yeah. So best man of my wedding before. And now I'm a really good friend who is in Chicago. They're from Fremont and Waterloo. The big guy. Huge, yeah. AC. AC. AC Andrews from Fremont. And so is AC. Okay. But Waterloo is like right next door. So we would drive from Omaha, like on a Saturday afternoon, we would just be like hungover or like tired. And we'd just be like, we let's go to Elby's for the hell of it. And we would drive, which is right next to the school. <laughs> so we go out there, we have to go to Fremont and we have to go to Elby's. And it would be like the craziest, weirdest roundabout way to you. my life yeah. ever. Like it would be nuts because because my two of my good friends, twins. Ross and his sister, Sarah are twins and they both live in Omaha and Ross runs two bars in Omaha. So oh. like I got Omaha on lock for your daughter. She goes to Omaha. We're good. We will take care of everything. Tell her where to live. Well, it gloves live. her off. I mean, like she realized oh. that she could apply yeah. to school and get in right. without anything to do with the sports. Oh, that's great. This was a big thing. Like the mentality yeah. has been for the longest time. We got to get to a school where you can play, where you yeah. can play, where, you know, you have to only look at this school. The world just opened up That's to, awesome. her, to her yesterday. How about and warm? How about, how about West? <laughs> Go that way. <laughs> Listen, everything happens for a reason. There's oh, yeah. a reason why Creighton kept coming to the house. Right. It kept getting these postcards and stuff. And I was like, Listen, just it. fill out five applications, pick five schools in the country, just give yourself yeah. options. Right. Well, I don't know what I'm going Please just start doing that. Well, if she wants to go in medical dental, it's that there's not many. They call Harvard. They call it. Uh, yeah, Creighton likes to say they're the Harvard of the Midwest. Yeah, well, and that's what Northwestern gets angry when they say that, but Creighton likes to say it too. If anybody knows how to get financial aid, please DM me at SportsBKKC, please, because I'm going to need some help if go to Creighton. Apparently, I don't know. I didn't even look at nothing yet. I didn't oh. even look at nothing. Bring the Tums bottle. <laughs> my favorite thing about today equally that dinner uh kendall and madeline when we got up to go to the bathroom at the end yeah. so we're walking we're walking out and she looks at me and she's like can we not leave <laughs> i was like madeline it's 10 10 like, you have school in the morning she's like yeah i don't care She's like, can we, can we stay? I'm like, Maddie, like, we're going to go back and we're going to have dessert. And then, then we're, we're, we're going to go. She didn't want to leave. She was just like, I'm having, I'm having a lot of fun. She's like, so it was an absolute, like one of the best recent memories of Madeline, because it was such a fun conversation. And she was hanging out with Kendall and she was listening to all of us talk. And it was just, that was really a special night. So thank you and your family for that. And, and, and thanks Steve fun. Bartell as well. It was really, yeah. he bought us dinner, which was super kind of him to Great. do that. Gave me a bottle of whiskey that I will drink tonight. Maple bourbon, Malolabi whiskey, which I can't wait to try it. Small batch yeah. whiskey. This is going to be phenomenal. So he's told me already, go make a maple old fashioned, which is one <laughs> of my drinks anyway. So I'm all in on that. Phenomenal. Excited to have that because I might need it because today is the first day of school. 
And so I leave here and I go right to UNLV and go meet these kids that I'm going to go teach for the next three and a half months. And it's always a funny feeling for the second semester because for them, it's not really the first day of school, but for me, it kind of is right. Cause I've been, I've been out of it for six weeks. Right. 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 I've been right, in that routine. Right, right. I haven't been in that, that mindset. I'm not like, I've got to go back to the beginning. Like you teach to teach the class, you go A to Z and the journey starts over again and it goes right. A to Z. A to, so like, trying to keep myself focused and keep myself motivated and to go back and like learn the lessons. And like, I finally feel like I've got the class like really down as to how I want to teach it Mm. after this is my sixth semester of doing it. But I always have nerves. I'm always nervous. I'm always walking into that first class. It feels like the first day of school. That's good. That means you care. Yeah. Right. Like that's what I tell the kids, like even, you know, coaching, you should be a little nervous. If you're not nervous, I don't think you give a shit. Right. Like, that's good. But you how you control those nerves, that's what you're teaching them, yeah. right? Because oh, yeah. they're probably going to be nervous. That's awesome. Oh, I scare the shit out of them on purpose. I, I love today. Today's fun. Once the class starts, today's fun. Because I love to see their reaction. Because I know almost right away where they are as a person when it comes to what their goals are. Because I, I set the bar as high as they want to set it. Uh, you know, I say, you know, whatever you want to do. You, wanna, you can do anything you want. You're in the most amazing position. Your whole life ahead of you. And you've got skills that we can teach you that you can use in anything. You want to be a lawyer? You got to speak in front of a courtroom. You got to be able to to construct an argument that's going to help you. You want to be a newscaster? You want to be a sportscaster? You want to be a politician? Like you want to be an able partner in a relationship? Yeah. Like you want to think you want to get married? You want to have a title shot? You want to do it? You got to learn how to talk. Yeah. It's and how you talk, the, the way you words, the way you form your words, the way you form your sentences, your tone, your pitch, yeah, all the things. So like, it's really fun. So I, I, I today's, today's really a fun, a fun day and it's nice out. It's cold as hell, but it's nice out. So at least there's not raining. Sun shining for the first time in four days. <laughs> yeah. So at least I can not have to worry about driving down to cross the strip to UNLV and there's not going to be chaos going on with traffic and everything else. Although the, although I heard you can't go Tropicana, they just did that huge they're calling it Dropicana. You hear that? Oh. They're taking the Tropicana and they're dropping it down. They're knocking out that bridge. So we're going to have like four months of traffic at the strip that's going to be ungodly. For the Grand Prix thing. For the, I guess for the so. Race. Yeah. What, yeah. It's called Dropicana. The dropping. I heard tra- about that. That's real? That's today. It starts at nine o'clock today. <laughs> yeah. So, so less that I'm not working on a strip anymore. Yeah, so it's going to be really <laughs> nasty. Like they're reconstructing that whole one of the most busiest intersections in the entire state. Oh, and they're going to rip it up and they're drop gonna demo. in the strip. Well, up drop and the 15 or in, in the, the highway. So yeah, that, that that overpass is being dropped down. To yeah. what? I don't know. I, I they're redirecting traffic around oh it in some my form or fashion. Goodness. Yeah, it's oh, not good. They waited until after football season, but right. So that's going to be months. Going to the Knights games is a nightmare now. That's that. That's right by the Knights. That's yep. where you get off. So, Come yeah. On. So I, I luckily I, I will find an alternative way of getting, getting to school. Will, that's good. You're going around. to talk to kids in class. I'm going to be on Pharrell here in an hour. Phenomenal. Tell Scotty we said hello. Absolutely. I'm going to try to get. Thank you for being here, everybody. Well. Let's do it. I need, a, return. need a little Pharrell Thursday. Let's do it. Scotty Pharrell, maybe tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow on BVB. We're back tomorrow for Dave. I'm Matt for Farrah. We'll talk to you for a Thursdays. BVB.